Welcome to Get This Shit, the bi-monthly podcast that answers the questions you've always had, but forgot to ask. Prepare your earballs. Why, hello, and welcome to another episode of Get This Shit. My name is Cassie, I'm your host, and we're joined here today by the other hostess with the mostest, Samuel. Hello. Oh, using your Hello. baritone. Oh my god. Hello. No, not Colin Robinson. Hello. What's up? <laughs> we need to we need to watch uh what, what we do in the shadows. Yeah, it's been a minute Dang. since I don't think we ever finished season you made four. Me no, I don't think we did either. I think we made it like two thirds of the way through. Missed the last few episodes. Mm-hmm. We do that a lot. Yeah, yeah. So if you've watched it, tell us how you like it. <laughs> you can get us at GTS underscore <laughs> podcast at Instagram or at get this shit podcast at gmail dot com. Look at you proving that you know our socials. Woo! I haven't even practiced. That's uh, right just, off the noodle. Yeah, right off the nids. I love it. Well, welcome back for another episode. We appreciate you joining us. Um, how you been? How's it been going? Uh, you per, uh, doing all right? For a second, I thought you were like talking to the audience. And I am. Me. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. I was like, I mean, we live together. You kind of know. But <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> we do. We yeah. do, in fact, live together. Ooh, is that the kiwi strawberry? No, just the strawberry. Just the strawberry. We've been very into uh, the flavored busy waters lately. Not- it's uh, rekindling my childhood. Oh, yeah. 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 From Aldi's? Yep. Yeah. The Aldi fizzy flavored water. Yeah, back I remember when those. Macaroni and cheese is like 39 cents a box and it mm, was yeah. orange and not yellow. Yeah, yeah, and there's probably less molds uh, in the craft. Uh, mac and cheesery where it's processed Hmm. have you heard about that fucking nightmare no (laughs) yeah so it's coming out more and more now because you know phones and what have you um turns out even though you know how mcdonald's is usually not serving ice cream at night because they're cleaning the ice cream machine yeah sure Okay, so that doesn't normally happen because mm-hmm. they just don't want to fuck around with it, right? Right. That's the major consist- consensus. Well, apply that to a mac and cheesery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, I, and I guess this is true in any, many, we'll, we'll go with many, many different uh, industries sure. that y- you just clean up when the the feds are coming Mm -hmm. like that's the only time or the state whatever you're dealing with for me and hair was the state but yeah apparently there is um quite a troubling amount of mold (laughs) in these machines Yeah. yeah 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 i did not like that at all i mean you know uh, I've worked at a couple different like food manufacturing plants, uh, like yeah. for doing insulation, like you know, for my job. And uh, yeah, it's um, they're not usually very super clean places. Sorry, I don't know. To, yeah, I don't like that. It's almost when you add like corporate mass production when it comes to you know food. It's not always uh, farm-to-table quality. We'll just say that. Yeah, you're not <laughs> wrong. Um, I just... Uh, apparently, there's been an uptick in people receiving um, suspect product, contaminated mm. product, and sure. it's just... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We don't eat a lot of craft mac and cheese like box no. meals but no but i mean we make ours <laughs> if yeah anything, like hamburger helper like just need noodles and some ha- if you if you got good money hamburger 
<laughs> right. But uh-huh. uh, some spices and cheese. We're also Maybe blessed to beans. be in a house with like people who yeah have experience and and knowledge when it and, and just uh, pinching a dime. Yeah. Well, not just pinching a dime, but also like we enjoy cooking. And oh, we yeah. were taught by people who enjoy cooking. And yes. uh, so, but like there are people who will, who can't boil water, you know, and that's. My grandpa was one of those people. Yeah. It was his like little funny story, like, ha 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 ha, this is how useless I am. Right. And it was like, that's cool, grandpa. I have a coworker <laughs> who made a joke about how if his old lady didn't have dinner waiting for him or like was working on dinner when he get home it was time to like find a new one and i was like cute. that's uh okay that's super not cute <coughs> especially since he said it in mixed company and, oh and the mixed company was an apprentice and like and i was like wow that's uh Dope. Dopertons. Yeah. So then it was his anniversary like the next week and he was making conversation. He was like, what should I get my wife for for our anniversary? I said, you should cook or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> because he admitted that he couldn't cook worth a shit. Well, and I sure. Was like, <laughs> Don't do that to that poor woman. <laughs> well, Don't do sure? that. Yeah. She's getting beans and franks, man. Yeah. No, she's being <laughs> yes. little shit. I Good for you. It. Extremely humorous. I bet you did. I was the apprentice around. Yes. Good. Did they find it humorous? Yes. I did. bet they did. <laughs> I bet they did. You're a humorous guy, Sammy. I try to be clever from time to time. <laughs> I try not to hurt my own feelings too. Did that oh, today. What'd you do? I was talking to my apprentice coworker who also listens. Hey, Elle. Hi. <laughs> how are you? Great to meet you. I've heard a lot about you. Uh, I was telling him a story about when I was 18 and, and I was reflecting back and I was like, that was 17 years ago. Gross. Yeah. That was, that was, <laughs> I hurt my own feelings with it. But the reason I was saying it was because, like, it's a story I've told is, uh, like, my car's window got busted out or whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, back when I was 18, and it was, like, 13 degrees in January. And I was like, oh, my God, if I tell that story in, like, 10 years... <laughs> Yeah, I think it's considered an antique. In 10 to 15 years, like some kid who's never heard it before is going to think that I'm saying 13 degrees is like a form of hyperbole to embellish the story. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, that hurts. I heard my own feelings twice. Ooh, yeah, you double tapped. I Hey, what is that, rule four? Yeah, double tap. Not, I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You went in there, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I see. I just watched sad shit <laughs> when I want to hurt my own feelings. It's planned, and you know, I damn. Oh yeah. Uh, you want to see something that'll uh, yank the tears out of your body with the force of a hundred hellhounds? I can't wait. Um, don't watch like soldier coming home videos. Like those are good. Those will make mm-hmm. you cry. Mm-hmm. Um parents surprising their kids after they've been released from prison oh will murder you oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah i stumbled across one of those and it, I've, ne- I've never seeked it out so i don't know how many are out there it suck you out huh but yeah it uh, sucked targeted you out. me <laughs> woof buddy yeah adorable yeah, there are touching qualities, but it is heart wrenching. I like, bet it's a satisfying cry, and it's a good cry. Oh, good. And you're happy for the parties involved, but good. man, it's a mixed bag of feelings. I, you know, the <laughs> thing that I've been watching to hurt my own feelings for the Avatar: Last Airbender uh, live action series. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Why they have to? Oh, they just went and ruined it. Ruined it. Ruined it. <laughs> I'm more mad but about this whatever. than the M. Night Shyamalan movie 
because like my <laughs> I got my hopes up a lot higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hoping they had I, it's learned. It's just not even. I, I'm. I know that some of you are Avatar fans, so and we're not talking Blue Avatar. We're talking Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah. The Nickelodeon cartoon series mm-hmm. that literally grew up with us. Mm-hmm. Like Aang, he is child. And then by the end, he is man. Like he has <laughs> the weight of the world he's... on his shoulder. Like he finally understands it, and like he can grow even further. Went... But like, yeah, they're destroying. They're destroying it. And I was indoctrinated into this. Yeah. I would like to add because like I watched Avatar and was like, yeah, it's great. I love that the water whippy stuff. That's awesome. Because I do not belong to the Fire Nation. <laughs> no, of course not. You not definitely all. wouldn't be a firebender. No, no, not at all. Not at all. But. Look, Shang Zhang was a firebender. He would be very proud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it. Like, so I don't have, like, from being a kiddo, kiddo, like love for avatar because i didn't grow up with it either love yeah yeah i was a whole ass adult when i watched it for like for realsies all the way through and Mm -hmm. then again and then again and then again yeah it's now become a comfort show yeah absolutely they are ruining it like apparently ang isn't he's not gonna be fun and he's not gonna like be like uh i want to go surf on the elephant koi and stuff like that no he is focused he is driven he is going to become the avatar yeah like he's super focused on because apparently from the stuff which is lame that's not ang that yeah he literally got trapped frozen in the ice for a hundred years because he was trying to run away from his responsibilities of becoming the avatar well and now also because they were supposed to tell him when he was 13 they told him when he was like 11 yeah well they fucking knew yeah no yes they knew that the but anyway, anyway, we're getting into minutia. But yes. long story short is that it was one of the first shows that I knew of as a younger person that had such great themes of of or such great character development and yeah. characters that grew more and more complex as you aged with the show and started introducing things like uh uh redemption and uh maturing and responsibility and loss yeah so a lot of complicated things but was geared for kids at the same time yeah it was like an action cartoon version of bluey for our generation yeah i would say so quite a bit and you do a lot of naming of big emotions and things yeah, like and, that. And then now they want to turn it into like a mature grown up series. And it's like, I don't give a fuck about like and to make it more like Game of Thrones or Witchery, to give it yeah, a more like serious connotation. That. And I'm just like, what the Gotta fuck? Gotta be able to keep up with Game of Thrones. Do you want to know how, like, you're, you can tap into an, a different market than just game of yeah, thrones and people do the thing it's not the fucking hard just, just do, do the it. thing yeah it's already Stop well written with it just yeah. do the thing uh, one of the things that they're removing from it is Sokka's like struggle with being a bit of a patriarchal dick like yeah. he's very uh, misogynistic but it's what he grew up in he yeah. was like 12 or whatever if not younger and was when the his only dad grown, he was the only dude grown male who was in yeah. charge of protecting the entire tribe yeah. as his family one of the first couple episodes he's like uh you know he's walking and he's giving the little military talk and then it pans to you know the people <sighs> that he's pumping up and yeah. it's children like yeah. literally snot nosed children mm-hmm. and I, they're removing that from the main the main feel the main plot of yeah, of his the, of, uh, 
live action that's what it yes. is i was like real action <laughs> <laughs> of a live action and like there's so many things um that Sokka learns and experiences and makes him grow and makes him grow into a really good yeah. leader and protector and partner and i just overall like person mm-hmm. which like i've seen a lot of males go through which i don't know it's endearing and you can find yourself in so many aspects and so many of the characters but they're now gonna like limit these fucking characters and i'm so afraid of what they're gonna do with uncle iroh <laughs> i like i, I don't even want to watch because i'm scared Aisha. now yeah be- that's what i was trying to get to. like i don't i love it too much i don't so. give a shit about what good action plots you set up like the moment when iroh hugs suko uh yeah like after his prison sentence yeah just it's so good and if you haven't watched it go and watch it we haven't ruined anything you're gonna watch it and uh, you're gonna be like "Ah, ah!" Um, (laughs) it's great that was a very descriptive sound effects you made (laughs) thank you would you not agree though sure (laughs) (laughs) so what we're trying to say is we're now sponsored by Nickelodeon, Avatar: The Last Airbender, <laughs> the the one from Congratu- seventeen years ago. Congratulations, Nickelodeon! Yeah, you just got a GTS ago. bump. You, you're welcome. You're welcome bump for the in foot your traffic. Yeah. Yes, you're welcome. Oh Lord! Well, I think I mean. That was a pretty decent Avatar rant. Sorry, kiddos. You liked it. It's fine. Oh, I have the smallest amount of uh, world cruise tea for you. Cruise drama. Cruise drama. Yeah. Cruise drama. Well, um, I don't know if you guys remember. It was my, It was eons ago. We talked a small snippet about this um, Florida community that is uh they have been using loofahs to like identify um what part of the community they're in like the lifestyle it was a very brief comment okay um yeah yeah, yeah. so like different color loofahs mean different things in this swinger community basically um well the swingers have taken over. The loofahs have the, arrived to the party. And not exactly loofahs. You there's more of like magnet kind of things. Like okay. um you know how they make car magnets? Yeah. Yeah. So basically just kind of big magnets. Um some of the people like to put whiteboards like a college dorm room mm-hmm. uh, on the outside of their things and like yeah, just upside down pineapples everywhere and uh cruise fucking crew you I know mean, did you really expect no for a I nine mean, month cruise for upside pineapples to not gravitate towards that cruise i would not be surprised if everyone was a swinger on that fucking cruise because like I love you, and we live in a we live in square footage that most people wouldn't be able to. But like, even if it's just sharing another meal with a different fucking two eyes than yours, <laughs> that'll be nice. But I mean, I you you get to know you got pirate friends, you know. What if what if get I some got of that booty? I was gonna say what if I got icies. what if I got a Mac Daddy suite that was bigger than our bedroom? Oh <laughs> uh, no, we'd be fine. <laughs> See, there you go. We'd be fine. Ta-da! I'll read read uh, on the veranda mm-hmm. overlooking the the, sh- <laughs> the sea and the ship. <laughs> yeah, that'll be real nice. That'll be real nice on the next nine month cruise. Yeah. We're going to be on there. Do it. Let's Can do we, it. Uh, we could totally do the podcast. We'd have to we'd have to pay for internet to, you know, upload that bitch when we get to port and what have you. But Sure. Uh so they're definitely not going through the Red Sea. 
I I think I covered that last week. But so. um, yeah, for reals, he's not going through the Red Sea. I haven't gotten an update on their trajectory, <laughs> but I will itinerary. Yeah, that one. Um, I'll have more information for you next time. Um, I am big bad boss in charge this week. We've got people out, so I um didn't have a bunch of time to dedicate to cruise talk so sorry about that but we do have samuel coming back in at uh because i listened to the episode again uh-huh. today yeah. and got re-enraged <laughs> about karen silkwood so yes. um samuel can you uh, give us a yeah. brief little catch em ups yeah let's, let's get this shit so karen silkwood was a young uh, late 20s whistleblower on a nuclear power plant uh, called the Kerr <laughs> called the Kerr McGee Company. So where we left off, Karen had been contaminated with plutonium as a means yeah. of, in- or she believed as a means of intimidation. But mm-hmm. she pressed on and gathered evidence against Kerr McGee. She put it in a manila folder and headed to meet with the OCAW, uh, OCAW's guy, Steve Wadka, um, also her boyfriend, Drew, and a New York Times reporter named David Burnham. I still think it was Dave. (laughs) She never made the meeting because her car ran off the road and she passed away. And the responding patrolmen gathered papers mm. off the ground and put them in the back of the, her Honda Civic. They then, fucking ransacked that shit, and they were like, oh, "Pull all the important pages out." The next day, the guys that she was supposed to meet uh, mm. went Wadka. to get yeah, Wadka and Burnham and them uh, went to the car pick up the car and found that the papers and the folder were gone. Bam, bam, bam. So, they do an autopsy, right? Of course. Uh, traces of alcohol and a sedative were found in her system. Traces? Yes. Okay, so could have been from the night before. So, therefore, the Oklahoma City or Oklahoma Highway Patrol concluded that she fell asleep and Are drifted you off the road. Fucking joking me? <laughs> Are you? Oh, come on! Two fists fucking me? <laughs> Not that, no. <laughs> that was the initial ruling from the. Oklahoma Highway Patrol. You know what? I don't really. I did you say the county coroner or the uh, the Oklahoma Highway Patrol coroner? Uh, I didn't specify the coroner okay. specifically, but it was. You don't have to be a doctor. No, but I'm just saying, like the with the information they got from the autopsy. Mm-hmm. From the medical examiner or coroner, the highway patrol as an entity yes. ruled on the yes. incident and said that they believed with all the evidence. Well, they're not doctors. They are not. <laughs> so, news of the accident and Karen Silkwood's death reached the OCAW, which, if we don't remember, is the Oil, Chemical, and Atomic. Atomic Workers International Union. (laughs) And they had a tiny, teensy tiny sneaking suspicion that maybe there could possibly have a tiny tinge of foul play at hand. Oh, I mean, nah. Right, yeah, no, she just fell asleep. Yeah. She happens, right? Boozy and sleepy, boozy and right. sleepy. So the OCAW decided to hire a guy named A.O. Pipkin. No, give it to me again. A.O. Pipkin. Okay, that's what I thought you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pipkin! <laughs> get in here! Pipkin, you're a loose cannon. Pipkin, give me your gun and your badge. <laughs> 
<laughs> so they hired Pipkin, who was a former police officer for Albuquerque in New Mexico. Good. Uh, Good. And who all, who now worked as an accident specialist. Oh, so he was an alcoholic. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so Pipkin starts looking into it. <laughs> And he discovers a fresh dent on the rear bumper of Karen's Honda Civic. A fresh dent? Yeah, like bare metal was still showing. It wasn't like rusted over or anything. Sure, sure, sure. Had a a bunch of uh, dust on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? So finds a fresh dent in her bumper. Okay. Also, there are skid marks, which is not... Oh, she tried to stop. ...always super common if you just fall asleep. And no. <clears throat> no, not at all. Mm-hmm. Also, the skid marks crossed from the right lane where she was to the left lane. Oh. And she had crashed off the left side of the road. Uh, so she was literally pit maneuvered. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, or just ran... Uh, yeah, so dent other side of the road skid marks right so uh for those who don't know uh on like two lane highways the road uh quote unquote crowns right so which means that the highest point of the road is in the center where the oh yeah 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 Uh, well it's like when you get your nails done you need an apex right you need an apex because it helps water train off the road and so it doesn't puddle and pool as easily so it needs a natural slope built into it which also means that if you're in the right lane and you fall asleep you're much more likely to drift off the road to the right than you are to the left man maybe that big old deer that she backed up into (laughs) that gave her that fresh dent (laughs) so pipkin put all of this together and concluded that karen silkwood was the victim of a hit and run that forced her off the road son of a bitch pipkin on the case pipkin's on the case so he finalized and submitted his report on november 19th Okay. So that same day, mm. a guy named James Reading, who was serving as Kerr McGee's security chief. Oh, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> starts building a file on Pipkin. No way. He called the New Mexico State Police, talked to uh, their captain there. Uh, and the captain was willing for whatever reason me personally I'm guessing because they believe Pipkin was clean uh, started sharing information uh, with what year is this it is J-Town's fucking hold on give me two seconds I meant to write it down you're just um, fine just roundabouts it's to 74 1974 Jesus Christ yeah y'all didn't talk about murders across state lines in 74 but you're more than happy to talk about our boy Pipkin to just random people (laughs) who are trying to bring him down so yeah he comes out on with this report on November 19th just six days after Karen's. So it took him no time to go like, hey, guys. Bullshit. That's fucking hit and run, stupid. Um, uh, excuse me, daddy. Right. That's great. Bullshit. bullshit. So the captain the captain was willing to share information on Pipkin. Basically, whatever reading asked. Um, reading also contacted our favorite boys. The fucking Pinkertons? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pinkertons versus the Pimkin. Uh, so they ha- he hired the Pinkertons to investigate him. So apparently... Oh, my God. 
<laughs> Your names are too similar. You're not allowed. This is what is that called when you you got too much business, you can't be in it. You got too much invested in this. You got you got biases. Conflict of interest. Thank you. <laughs> 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 yep. Okay. <laughs> that one. <laughs> so Pinkertons are here to investigate Pipkin, right? Great. They make everything better. Well, they didn't make this one worse because the only thing they were able to drum up on Pipkin between the Pinkertons and the uh, New Mexico police captain mm-hmm. was a vague suggestion that Pipkin had issues with the IRS in 1955. <laughs> he forgot to move the decimal on his yeah. taxes. So clearly he's the next. Oh, no. Al Capone. Oof. <laughs> it ran away on me. Tried all to. I could, you snatched all, it. Well, though. I was going to say Snorky, and then I was like, oh, people don't know what that name is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he drew Jesus. up like I was like Snorky no uh, and then I was like Joe the Truglio no that's who played him on Drunk History <laughs> Al Capone yes so <laughs> James Reading uh, the security chief okay so Pinkerton's fuck off already because they're yeah, like nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. the boy's clean yep pretty much what can we do can't do shit. So, James Reading, the security chief, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. was asked about it later, and he said he started building this dossier because Kerr McGee expected an anti-company lawsuit on Karen Silkwood's behalf. What? Why? You guys didn't do anything. Yeah. So one of one of my main sources. We sent flowers. <laughs> we sent flowers. What more do they want? I don't know. Uh, a pony. You didn't send the pony. We asked for the pony. You didn't send it. Yeah, it got lost. <laughs> Did, Did you, you check the tracking number? <laughs> You're funny. Put a trackable pro on it. So. So one of my main sources is a Rolling Stone article uh, from '77. Man, they really do shit. Yeah. Um, and the author of the article begged the question, um, why should the company prepare for a lawsuit if they were innocent and not complicit in her death? And were they like, ah, because people be like that? Oh, it was people. Not, it was. It was. Uh, they oh, just okay. posed the question. To the world. Yes, as part of their opinion. Which I'm like, Kermagee. It's not their first rodeo. Yeah, it's not their first rodeo. They're obviously going to lawyer up and be as defensive as possible. So I kind of, like, trust me. I think it's, I think she was silenced. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But I don't think it's ridiculous to think that Kermagee would start bone up beforehand yeah building up a file on anyone who disagreed with their the official narrative that's kind of fucking nuts seeking legal counsel not nuts but preparing a dossier on people investigating you yeah Yeah. well because i mean your legal counsel the first thing they're going to try to do is discredit any expert witness that disagrees with the your job like in-house well that's sure. why you got them on retainer but it's cheaper if you do it in-house <laughs> not everyone can afford andy griffith all right <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> you're not wrong i want matlock yeah that's sorry matlock that's what i meant yes but played by andy griffith i mean andy griffith would work too in mayberry yeah sure the Andy Griffith where, show. Where Andy Griffith was judge, jury, and executioner. Yeah. At least that's what I'm going to tell my kids. <laughs> he ruled the town of with Mayberry with a fucking iron fist. Right? He didn't even give his deputy any bullets in his gun because he was afraid he'd shoot him in the back. <laughs> Not his own foot, but his back. Right. <laughs> and, he- and then he made some guy named Goober wear a hat. Yeah. Yeah. Also, didn't really parent his kid all that much. No, he had a he had he had his aunt. Yeah, he had Aunt B for that. 
I got so, to dress up like her one time. Yeah, you did. You did. And, uh, it was after I made butter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to get really high with the cooks and then make pounds of cinnamon honey butter. Yeah. Back when you were a lowly grunt at a... The hostess local, and salad bar, wench. Right. Local uh, small town eatery that was based yeah. off of the... Andy Griffith Show. Yep. yep. Okay. So, now we're going to fast forward <laughs> a year and a half. <laughs> and we're going to do that so we can meet a journalist from Nashville Ooh. named Jackie Sruji. Uh, Jackie Sruji. Yes. I'm already a fan. Her name is spelled J A C Q U E. Sure. And Sruji is spelled S R O U J I. The J threw me. Yeah. The J threw me. So, journalist Jackie Sruji, um, she had a the theory Sruj. about what documents. Karen oh. had in the Manila folder. Tell us, Jackie. So, Sruji believed that Silkwood had unwittingly collected evidence that uncovered a smuggling ring that collected and sold plutonium on the black market bam, bam, bam. from, from McGee. That's not great. <laughs> She believed that the smugglers poisoned Silkwood with plutonium in order to quarantine her and keep her away from uh, evidence, from gathering evidence. But what they underestimated her, and when she came back anyway, they were forced to run her off the road and unalive her. I don't... I'm... Okay, I'm not going to ask too many questions. Okay. Quote, Karen Silkwood must have had figures in her possession which not only pinpointed the amount of nuclear material missing, but the persons involved as well. Ooh, bitch did a detailed inventory. <laughs> Sruji also said, quote, she didn't know the time bomb she was carrying. No, no, like she was like, ooh, I've uncovered some shit, mm -hmm. but like... That bad boy had two clocks on it, and right. she was not looking at the right one. <laughs> yeah, crazy. So one of the <laughs> yeah, what? continue. <laughs> so one of the reasons Jackie knew so much was because she was good friends with a man named Larry Olson. Larry who was an FBI agent oh. who had also investigated Karen Silkwood's death. Oh, snap. All right. So Sleeping with the feds. <clears throat> so in 77, when this Rolling Stones article was written, Larry Olson was 44 years old uh -huh. and a 15-year veteran of the FBI. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> when Karen first died, sorry, I'm getting my notes. Got lost on my page. I'm You're coming back. Well, I'm I, it in. I had to fucking wrangle the studio panther. <laughs> <sighs> so uh, when he first saw uh, uh, Karen Silkwood's death in the papers, he didn't pay much attention. Right. Just another dead broad. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, another lady who can't drive in the mid 70s. Jesus. So. <laughs> but the New York Times had ran Pipkin's hit and run theory. Oh, shit. So always the, good for a little discourse. Right. So the FBI assigns Olson to the case. Now, the FBI picked him. Because he was a resident and native of Oklahoma, number one. And number two, because he was also uh, frequently the FBI liaison to Kerr McGee. Oh, so he was already, yeah, already grease and palms and they'd never suspect him. Right. So Secret agent. <laughs> Secret. Double agent man. 
So Larry Olson told congressional investigators that his first action was to go to Kermagee headquarters in Oklahoma City. I'm going to roll for plus three in stealth. (laughs) And plus four in charisma. Because you're going to need a little razzle dazzle, or as the kids call it, rizzle razzle. That's not what they call it. (laughs) It's been a while since you uh, frequently talk to kids, apparently. (laughs) Yes. You're going to need a little bit of personality. So he goes to headquarters in Oklahoma City. Uh huh. Hits him with the rizzle razzle. He hits him with the rizzy and the razzy. Um, and he meets with James Reading, the security chief who yeah, built the dossier, yeah. right? Hired the Pinkertons. I imagine him as like Tommy Lee Jones. You're like funny. in the cheerleader movie where he has to keep him safe. Uh, He's a marshal or something in oh, that movie. Oh, hold on, hold on. Man of the house? Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah, who would have figured that in my late teens I would watch a movie about centered around a bunch of college cheerleaders. What? Same. Yeah. Ha! <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. We would have got along. Right. <laughs> uh, so, has a meeting with James Reading and... Kermickey's security consultant. Oh. W.C. Gentry, um, who the company brought on after Gentry had retired from the FBI. <laughs> wow. So they're covering every fucking corner. I like, I expect you to be like, and then that guy created BlackRock. Not quite. <laughs> black rock black water black wood black there's something else there's another one uh black wood's a a pornography actor oh Um. i know of his work (laughs) so apparently at this time it was known that larry olson larry olson was down for some good tea oh so he was a gossip girl uh, or as they put it in the Rolling Stones article, yes. quote, he has a fascination for the titillating qualities of criminology. This motherfucker likes to talk shit and likes to know the dirty deets. Mm-hmm. So, for example, when he was stationed in Nashville, he was like uh, entertaining a U.S. attorney, right? Um, <laughs> kind of like palling for whatever reason he was around and he was probably trying to you know they were each telling stories Schmooze, and he was probably yeah. trying to impress or whatever but he offered to entertain this u.s attorney with tapes of martin luther king's bedroom conversations jesus fucking christ <laughs> boys are so fucking weird <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Olsen. Oh, my God. <laughs> Olsen is meeting with... Um, you ever heard a guy cheat on his wife? <laughs> you ever heard of a guy cheating on his wife three times? <laughs> hit that. Hit play. Hit what play. F- <laughs> okay. All right. So, Olsen is in a meeting with Reading and Gentry, right? And they know he's hungry for gossip. So, Reading and Gentry start dishing about Silkwood's sexual and drug habits. It's the 70s, number one. (laughs) Number two. Gross. Yeah. And Olsen starts taking vigorous notes and copying down everything. Well, because you know I you gotta know. you gotta record all this I, shit. Vigorous yeah. was the word. I didn't like it. Oh, sorry. That was I added that in. And try to write in descriptive language. I'm a storyteller. You okay? are. You're a storyteller. My canvas is the page. Yeah, the page, and I and I I paint with words. Okay. Paint by number or with words, all right? And if I did. I know how to stay within the lines. All right. So listen, some of us have trimmers and Mm -hmm. I don't really appreciate your tone. Yeah. Well, (laughs) suck it. Uh, So James reading. I will not. (laughs) Mr. Security chief. All right. Mr. Security. 
said that all of Karen Silkwood's allegations should be disqualified because she was bisexual. <laughs> I mean, I'm not to be trusted either, so... <laughs> Quote. <laughs> Quote. What? Am I going to hit the roof? Lesbies don't care. They'll do anything. <laughs> know why i find the term <laughs> lesbies to be so derogatory but i do um. number, number two we'll do anything that i because you don't you think we do everything when we do a few things you give me a cookie i give you a cookie like this is how this works lesbies yeah (sighs) so hurt my ladala beans out there also because it could be a cute nickname okay it could be (laughs) but i don't like the way that safety day you know he said it yeah yeah jealous that's what he is so So, because she was bisexual, also because, quote-unquote, narcotics paraphernalia was found in her apartment. Same. Sorry. (laughs) It's fine, girl. Yeah, right? (laughs) We'll get off. It's okay. (laughs) So, Olsen is now completely in, right? So, he starts interviewing Silkwood's friends and confirmed that she had participated in, quote, switch hitting. (laughs) Yep, I thought that was pretty clear from our other discoveries. <laughs> yeah, but he confirmed it from talking with her friends. Her friend, he did not go to her friends because they wouldn't say switch hitting. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that was his verbiage. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. It's all right, Karen. And, you, you can be as queer as you want to be. And about the narcotics paraphernalia in her apartment. Was it a pill bottle with the fucking wrapper taken off of it? Apparently it was a beaker. No. And a syringe that she had taken from the plant that she used for cooking. You know, I'm assuming instead of like a a turkey baster, she used the syringe to... One can theorize all day, Samuel. Because um, syringe is just the plastic, like, plungery yeah. part. It's not the hypodermic no, needle. It's yeah, it's just, just yeah. yeah. I've taken many jello shots out of a sh- syringe. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm yeah. highly aware. Um, I love the beaker as, like, your liquid measuring. Yeah. Yeah. He's that's a measuring pretty cup. You got I a mean, fucking beaker. I have a, my uterus in a jar, so. Yeah, you can't talk shit. I know. I would totally use a beaker. Me, me. <laughs> me, 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 me. Uh, so next, Olsen decides that he's Does going to... Does she also to- have a cucumber in her fridge? <laughs> oh, bitch, you have no idea. You shut your mouth. I don't... You're going to gonna you're gonna have to wait till next, next episode for that part, though. That's what they all say. <clears throat> Continue. So, next, Olsen decided to investigate the alcohol in her bloodstream. Um, He tried to pin down where she got it from. He checked Uh at the cafe. um, You guys serving booze here? Where she had dinner. And apparently, uh, Chase leads all the way to Idaho. I don't know for what, but that's just what the article said. I I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means. (laughs) I... Great vineyards, I've heard, right. in Idaho. Well, probably good vodka because of the potatoes. Vodka vineyards, yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you have with potatoes, right? Potato vineyards. Yeah. But regardless, Karen. All right. <laughs> the amount of alcohol was not enough to make someone pass out behind the wheel. I don't know I what mean- the... 
content was, but it was okay. not, not that much. So Great. Good. So now the question is about the narcotics found in her bloodstream, right? Yeah. Which... What were they? According to the autopsy, was 0.35 milligrams of methaqualone. Allude? Apparently, as Silkwood was collecting evidence, her anxiety really started to ramp up. Believe it or not, her anxiety made it harder for her to sleep. So her doctor prescribed her quaaludes. As a former drug user, mm-hmm. I have never had the pleasure. I've heard nothing of but having good a things. Quaalude. And I, it is one of my hearts, like far back chamber regrets. Like <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, because I extinct. couldn't. They're extinct. Number one. Number two. Like as who I am today and as I stand, could never have one. Oh yeah, could no. never have one. No, you would on have, my deathbed. Yeah. I'm doing all of them again. Well, because you but, couldn't have just one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! I bet it would be so good. Any time I talk to uh, older generations, I was gonna say yeah because I work with a bunch of older generation. Like, why wasn't I there? I would have been dead. Mm -hmm. I would have been dead. I would have been one of those girls off a seventy. Like, (laughs) I digress. I really want a (laughs) quail. So. Um, so as Olson <laughs> interviewed Karen's friends, he found out she also started using the quaaludes during the day as well. I mean, no you shit. Know, it's it's yeah, kind of like anxiety can pop up at any time. Yeah, weird. You know. So. <clears throat> especially when you're being stalked by the company that you fucking work for and cased. <laughs> So now the most important question uh-huh. is where'd they get the quaaludes from? <laughs> no. Is 0.35 milligrams of quaaludes, which is less than one pill. Yeah, literally less than a dose. In combination with the tiny amount of alcohol in her system was enough to make her fall asleep behind the wheel, drift off the road, and run into a concrete culvert. Did she have wings that <laughs> night? Because I'm thinking that alcohol was from the little moist towelette pack that you get and she wiped her fucking mouth off. That's how much alcohol was in her fucking system. Uh, so A.J. Chapman, the Oklahoma City Medical Examiner. Don't said, have to be a doctor. Said, yes, it was enough. Was it? <laughs> was it? Mm, all right, you just fold it in. Just fold it in. Of course, she was drunken fucking druggy harlot. Fucking drunk hippie. <laughs> so, um, ABC's Reasoner Report, uh, National Public Radio, also known as NPR, and a cres- uh. congressional subcommittee altogether interviewed eight independent forensic toxicologists, and all of them disagreed with the Oklahoma City Medical Examiner. He wasn't a doctor. <laughs> oh my god! They're like, dude, sh- I, that's hand sanitizer. What are you talking about? Yeah. So, partially because... That's communion! Yeah. Sir, she went to Wednesday night communion! <laughs> Not to mention, they also believed that with her elevated use, she would have developed a tolerance. So, like... As someone who did... You do. (laughs) (laughs) So, unfortunately, it just gets crazier from here, and this was the best stopping point. (laughs) But on the bright side, it gets even nuttier. I, okay. So, we've gone now from just like a a company tragedy yeah uh-huh. like of one of their very uh, 
cared for an esteemed colleague. What a tragic accident. Mm -hmm. To now having multiple different levels of federales Mm -hmm. involved. Mm -hmm. Some on the level. Mm -hmm. Some secret. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got... A Senate congressional hoodaloo. <laughs> so there will be a congressional investigation that is. Uh, oh, okay. So we're not there there yet. Not there there yet. Okay, okay, okay. But but we do have a medical examiner that's like, lady was pilled out of her mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she had a dose of NyQuil mm-hmm. and communion. In her system. Yeah, don't forget that there's a journalist thinks that that there is an international nuclear material smuggling. Oh yeah, uncovered ring. exactly what she found out. <laughs> this les <laughs> this lesbo what lesbi lesbi thank you the <laughs> fucking this switch hit lesbi over here <laughs> uncovered the raw truth the final truth that's the final truth. Um. Thanks. <laughs> nah, uh, I cannot wait for. I'm next really episode. excited. Sam, I he's been giving me, dropping me hints all week about like, you don't even fucking understand. Like, <laughs> you don't even get it. It goes so deep, and like, it just gets crazier. And like, he keeps saying it, and you have delivered so far. So I'm gonna continue oh, to believe I can't you. Wait till you hear about the baloney. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? There's a teaser for you. I <laughs> Is that the name of our episode? I can't wait to until you hear about the baloney. You sure? Oh my god. Uh no, it has to be uh, these lesbies. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Lesby Island. <laughs> Switch hitter island. What the fuck? <laughs> All right. Well, till next episode Mm -hmm. with that, (laughs) I'm flustered now. So like my cheeks, I mean, I've had some wine. So um, (coughs) yeah, Uh, can you take a look at him real quick? Thank you. Uh, All right. Well, I do have you a get that shit this week. Um, I just happened across, um, oh, wow, you really are a studio panther, aren't you? Uh, does anyone else have animals with, uh, destructive tendencies? That's pretty cool. (laughs) Um, our cats managed to rip a cardboard box pretty much, um, in a quarter? Yeah. I don't. I hope he hasn't consumed it. He, uh, in litter box shows, he hasn't had any blockages. So, uh, but yeah. Any hoozles. Uh, that has nothing to do with our get that shit this week. <laughs> our get that shit this week comes from, once again, the TikTok is where I really found it. But Fallen Pine Studio. Okay. Um, it is ran by Krista Hanna. And she does witchy and magical jewelry and art from my home to yours. And there's more than just jewelry and arts. But if you fucking, if you love earrings, you have to come and look at her shop. All right. That was really aggressive. uh, There's just so many good ones. And uh, she's got, she's got freaking bats. Um, she's got lava lamps that have bats in them. They're so cute. Um, like uh, a bouquet of skeleton heads. Like okay. uh, amazing. She has, oh my God, these gothic framed anatomically correct hearts for mm-hmm. earrings. I love them so much. Like I'm not really, like I'm not too much of an earring gal. Like, because my body's sensitive and they have to be the purest right. of fucking metal and uh-huh. they have to have a, a bit of magical power put into them. <laughs> uh, there's ghost cats. 
cute. But I would buy a bunch of these. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, not only do they have earrings and some jewelries, we have amazing bookmarks. Um, They are mostly acrylic. Uh, this one says, you're such a good fucking girl. Um, I, so that's fine. It's fine by me. I like that one. Uh, there's one that says, definitely not smut. Uh, yeah, no, never. <laughs> definitely. Uh, one says, on your knees. Oh, that's aggressive. On your knees. Okay. Uh, fuck the patriarchy. And what the fuck does this say? What, what does this have to do with Tom Brady? You're hilarious. You're hilarious. I don't know what that one means. Oh my God. There's a heart like paddle bookmark. <laughs> like a spanky good times paddle. Okay. So they have those. But they also have shelf decor. Do you need more stuff in your fucking house? Um, Bricka, and Bricka, Bricka, and what have you. So I know that this is... I think... Uh, I'm not sure what the whole thing is. But it's a live, laugh, love situation. But it's okay. a live, laugh, shut the fuck up, and... Tea, Let me see. Turn... I think it's daddy's little art good girl or something like it seems like i yeah you can read the letters out maybe uh stfu shut the fuck yeah, up shut the fuck up a t t d l a g g yeah i don't know uh shut the fuck up and oh shit yeah i don't know turn tails Dog love <laughs> and got go. <laughs> that used all of my brain power right there. Uh, but yes, uh, she does have uh, wonderful signs. Uh, there's one that is for pre order right now. Um, it's $45, and I'm getting it. It's a Mothman live, laugh, lurk. God. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't wait to post pictures of it. Um, There's one that says, please don't summon ghosts in the bathroom. (laughs) And then another one that says, live, laugh, lobotomy. God. (laughs) Only that's the dream. I know. Wouldn't wouldn't it be nice? (laughs) She also has mirrors. And uh, there's this really cool like demon nun. I, like it's art on a mirror it's super cool okay. so you can find yeah all of this <laughs> badassery at fallenpinestudio.com or on the instagram at fallenpinestudio and on tiktok it's the same shit <laughs> so make sure you go and visit krista hannah and uh, all of her live laugh lovable items Nice. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, <sighs> trying to think. Ah, oh, man, I avoided doing the for most of the episode. Been working really hard on it Why? because, oh, because I do a shitty editing job, and if I don't do it, I don't have to edit it as much. Yeah, but I mean, oh, because it annoys me. Ah. So I try to, yeah, I it I maybe not. I'm conscious of it. So there's that. (laughs) You give me cookie, I give you cookie. All right, I think that's all I've got. Samuel, do you have anything? I think that's all I got, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wait till you hear about the baloney. (sighs) All right, well, you just got baloney for people. (laughs) That's it, we're going to end it. All right. All right, well, thanks so much for stopping by giving us a little listen while you are looking for your next home decor decision make sure that we're in your earballs mm-hmm. uh you can listen to us at podbean apple mm-hmm. podcast stitcher St- no stitcher's not a thing anymore oh yeah i forgot we did radio public's not a thing anymore spotify 
You can listen to us on Spotify. Yeah. Um, and I, YouTube, I guess, because it's been full folded in. <laughs> Google Podcast has been folded in. I don't YouTube. think it's official. Uh, All right. Well, listen yeah, I mean, to us can, on Google Podcasts. I think you if can you still find can. us on YouTube Music as well. I know there are more R. Wherever you can get an RSS feed, fucking make sure we're in your earballs. Yeah. And while you're there, or you're not there yet, you said, but you're okay. gonna be there <laughs> when you get to GTS underscore podcast on Instagram. Make sure you like us. You give us a follow. You subscribe. Do that when you're on the podcast you channels too. Oh, Lord. But make sure you give us a like, follow, subscribe, so we can continue to grow our shit and uh, give you guys more great content. And if you have any small businesses you want to hype or a subject that you don't want to do homework on, make sure that you send it to us uh, either on the Instagrams or get that shit podcast uh, at gmail.com. Get this shit podcast at gmail.com. What did I say? That's what I said. No, I didn't. I'm going to play it back. You can play it back. I will. I will. Get this shit. Did I? I don't know. I did look up our podcast and was like, why isn't it coming up? And I had that <laughs> because I was thinking about get that shit. Uh, so, yeah. You know. You know where to go. Fucking <laughs> go. I send us a pigeon or send an owl. A pigeon? Whatever. Or an owl. Uh, yeah. Hogwarts style. Okay. Gotcha. I mean, you can just send us an owl. I was like, why are you telling us, telling people to send us pigeons and owls? I don't understand. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, love ya. Thanks for sticking around. Love and light it on fire. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Baloney. I'm so serious about this quaalude. <laughs>